Welcome to the 2S Podcast with Gage and Mike. This is Gage, the philosopher. And this is Mike, the farmer. All right, welcome back, everybody, to part two of the Knights Templar. Uh, first episode, we did a real nice, good, basic overview. Hopefully enough to grab your interest, do a little bit of your own research. Uh, this second part, we're going to go a little bit into the... Um, not so certified history, but possibly true, of the Knights Templar and how they may have played a role and how things led up to today, maybe where some secret things are, why yeah. or why not it even matters. Some objects that were once said to be in the spot where they had their base. Jerusalem? Well, not just Jerusalem, the Temple of Solomon. Yeah. So, Let's kick it in. Uh-huh. So, I guess I'll start one that I find pretty interesting, and this one's a pretty big one. That a lot of that you may even know about already, but they uh, they're supposedly they had found the Knights nice Templar had found the Holy Grail in the Ark of the Covenant, and all these other ones. I think there was like the the real crucifix. They had that, and then the Spear of Destiny, they call it, which is the spear that pierced Jesus' heart. And it was said they had all these uh, sacred holy objects, <laughs> which is up for debate if they exist, you know, in and of itself, which they say the real cross has been found because there's actually pieces of that that have floated around uh, circulation in the Catholic Church. And, and just to clarify for future reference, those are technically called relics, correct? Yes, relics is what, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Sacred relics. So, uh, well, just just to back that up, what is a historical fact is back in those days, and you could confirm or deny this, you know, when you conquered a city or whatever, you you took things. Oh, you that raided everything. And so it is known that when the Knights Templar would take over cities and different things, they would take certain possessions and relics of either that particular community, religion, whatever. But they they did gather a lot of wealth through mm. stealing treasures and relics. Well, and that's the thing. And But the only thing that made this different than normal was this was a holy war. This was between two religions. So if you conquered a Muslim city, yeah, you raided the, the, uh, well, they call them their temples or whatever the fuck. Mosques. Mosques. That's what I was looking for. They, you raided their mosque, took anything of value and vice versa. And when the, when the, uh, Muslims raided Christian settlements, they would raid the churches and the cathedrals. And so, so who knows what kind of relics they had christian well, relics when they took over well and, and, and that's the, the big th- and that was the big thing because after the romans left jerusalem it was the muslims that came in mm-hmm. the muslims took over that. i think it was, i can't remember if it was the assassinates or uh, something like that makes <laughs> you think of that movie um kingdom of heaven yeah but that's that's a templar movie that's except for that should be like 12 
eleven ninety nine or something like that when Jerusalem fell to Saladin. But uh, yeah, I mean that that was way after the fact. But after Rome fell, and Byzantine Empire lost control of it and everything, and it it went into Muslim control. And so who knows how? Because God was on their side. I don't Sorry, know, I, had, I, don't, I had to. Do I don't know it. if that's how it works because <laughs> it's changed hands so many times over the last two thousand years. Well, since history began, that yeah. the Holy Land has changed hands. Fucking, it, it was just long. a joke. It was, it was a, it was a religion joke. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, they would. Uh, the Muslims would come in. You know, the Muslims came in, raided the Christian worshiping places, and who knows what they found. And then, same goes fucking, you know, a thousand years later. The Muslims still had all them Catholic relics there. Mm -hmm. Catholics come in, retake the place, get them back, however you want to look at it. But they said that the Knights Templar, which, this is a known fact, they did dig tunnels. They dug underground structures and tunnels and stuff. They found them all across Europe, and they found them in the Holy Land. But they were saying they were digging under what was known as uh, King Solomon's Temple, where their base was, digging underneath of her, looking for things. And supposedly they found the Ark of the Covenant, the Holy Grail, and all that stuff. Well, of course you can neither confirm or deny it, because one, we don't know if any of that ever really existed. I mean, you can believe it did just because it's been in historical books. Or, you know, but even if it did exist, did they find it? You know, right. and now and then there's some people that say that even the Holy Grail per se, the cup that caught the blood of Jesus, wasn't actually a cup. Now, now that to intervene real quick, if you look up the definition of Grail, it's not necessarily a, a cup. cup. Yeah, it's, it's a, um, like some sort of destination or or um, no, I don't want to say quest, but. It's something along those terms of a goal of some sort or yeah. a destiny. And I think that definition of a type of destiny leads into what I think you're about to say. Yeah, it, it does. There's a lot. Some people do speculate that the Holy Grail was not per se what we think it as of like a, a chalice or a cup. A lot of people, some people say that it was the, uh, the bloodline of Jesus Christ. That Jesus and Mary Magdalene had children. And that when Jesus died on the cross, the night the grail was Jesus' son or kids, whatever it was. And that the Knights Templar was protecting Jesus' bloodline. That family, that yeah, heritage. Throughout, throughout that time. So that's one conspiracy theory I find fairly interesting. When it comes to that stuff, because because you never because it's one of them ones that'll unless you get a time machine, you'll never know. you will never know the answer to. Even then, it'd be confusing. Yeah, it'd be. A but but I like mess. that I like that idea just for my own sake. That's an exciting idea, but it also makes sense because you know you read the Gospel of uh, Mark and Luke. No, not not Mark. Luke and Matthew, you start off with a genealogy because bloodline mattered. You know, you're trying to push this bloodline all the way back to David. And bloodline yeah. mattered. So 
it would make sense that after Jesus, if he did have kids, um, that that would still matter. Yeah, because and you would protect that blood. Well, no, I was thinking in the Bible that you know it goes back to David that Jesus was descendant of David, but then you also have the aspect where they do go back as far as uh, Mary's grandmother, which is something weird because nobody else is besides you know Jesus's genealogy and Mary's going back to Mary's grandmother. Which is kind of kind of ties into that in a way because you are at least going back a little bit. You're right. not. I mean, you're not going as far back like oh, the very first ancestor here was a sheep farmer, but or whatever. All right. If you go back to her grandmother, that just shows there's a significance of Mary Magdalene and some sort of her. Well, I'm history. talking about Mary, Mother of God. They went back to her. Oh. Her mother or grandmother, it was something like that. Hmm. The virgin. Yeah, the virgin. You can't see, but we're smiling. Yeah. We're not even sure why. Well, I know why, because you got something that you want to fucking say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought of that joke. It was a a video. Oh, I know which one. It was a meme on Instagram. And... It made me think. It was all right. It's I'm gonna say it now. Go ahead. It's this say little it. cartoon thing, and it's supposedly you know it's supposed to be Mary and Joseph, and Joseph brings out this nice hot chili or soup or something. He goes, "Hi, hey, I made this from scratch, homemade." She goes, "I don't think you did. We didn't go to the groceries." He goes, "I got it." He goes, "We don't even have an oven." He goes, well, God helped me. And Mary goes, now, Joseph, come on. And Joseph interrupts. You see how stupid that sounds, Mary? You see how stupid that sounds? (laughs) God helped me. Yeah, that's why I was smiling. Yeah, that's what I figured. I figured there was something there you wanted to say. You're a dick. Yeah, I'm sorry. But kind of. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Yeah, back to what we, like we were saying, it's just it's it's weird because I mean, if you if you truly believe the Bible, you believe Jesus was all human and all God, right? So for him to be all human, he's going to have a desire for a family. Possibly, I mean, there's still monks today that well, don't yes. have families, but I mean, yeah, but it, but it is very Jewish to have family. Like, asceticism and monks and all that was not Jewish. It was very Jewish to be married and have a family. It carries on well, to it's, the day. It's, it's very Christian, too. I mean, right, Christians but, have their monks, but there's also, you know, right, but eight, you have ten that, good families. Right, you have that sect where that's an option. That's yeah, a route. Yeah. In Judaism, that's not an option. That's not okay. That's not even ideal. That's not worthy. No, you've, it's family life. So... Jesus was a Jew. Would that not also seem probable that obviously he too would have a family? Yeah. But then why would they leave that out in the Gospels? Granted, those weren't the only Gospels. Those are just the ones the church kept. Maybe they cut it out to protect the bloodline. It's a big Make people believe he didn't have a bloodline to protect him. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there are. I mean, you gotta think he was thirty-three years old when he started doing his preachings. Mm-hmm. So I mean, 
They really they don't they don't talk about much of his adolescence. Yeah. Well, in those gospels, you read some of the Gnostic gospels. They got well stories yes. about his adolescence. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. If if you go and buy a, whether a King James or a New American or whatever, right. Which is what ninety percent, ninety nine percent of people read mm-hmm. or study. That's what you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna know much about it where if you do do get the gnostic gospels or look into the dead sea scrolls or whatever Mm -hmm. you'll see the other side of the story yeah well and that's the thing like what ties into this is mary magdalene they say she had a whole book that she wrote for the bible yeah it's part of the gnostics and that's the one that uh they believe jesus had family with was mary magdalene well and you read you read those gnostic gospels more often than not, Mary Magdalene was viewed as the apostle. Yeah, like... She was the leader. The pronounced one. Hmm. She's the one closest to Jesus. Yeah. Which is very um, profane back in those days. A woman? Hmm. A woman the leader? So that just goes to show, you know, why would why would you make... In your stories that you're trying to tell people, a woman, a leader. Well, and wasn't Mary... Wasn't nobody Mary, would believe that then. Wasn't Mary Magdalene one of the ones that went to the tomb as well? One of the first mm-hmm. ones? So, I mean, that's saying something, too, because, I mean, you... Imagine having sex with the dead guy. Well, it's not nowhere near what I was going after. Oh. But... Oh. <sighs> well, you know, you got, you, got to, you got to wonder, when did he continue the family... Before or after the resurrection. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. <laughs> Before or after the resurrection. <laughs> He's grabbing another beer. <laughs> God damn. That's a good question, right? If he did have a family, would it have been before or after well, I the would resurrection? Hope, I would hope to hell that it was fucking before. Because that would be kind of fucked. I don't know. Considering he fucking ascended <laughs> 40 days later. Yeah. Yeah, left her alone to raise the children, go through pregnancy. That's not very manly. I think you're right. It would have been before. Okay, thank you. Considering she was also a born-again whore. So. <laughs> a born-again whore? She was. I know. It's just funny to hear it. But yes. The Holy Grail possibly could be the bloodline of Jesus of Christ. Jesus Christ. I like that theory. I th- where are they today? Exactly. And now that's the big thing with it is where it really gets people's attention is like, you know, if they were protected at least till the 1300s, you had other organizations like in the Knights Templar didn't just dissolve. You know what I mean? They abolished the order. That doesn't mean they were done. And that's where all these conspiracies come from. Because as soon as they... They were such a rich and powerful organization. And all of a sudden had to get... Put underground. You know? you Yeah, you might... You're going to lose members. You're going to lose your, your main financing. But you still already have all this money stockpiled. You already have all these people. Right, and even even after the the Crusades were done, they were still looked upon as leaders. They're still running, you know, 
the banks back then. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, but Europe's ATM, so to speak. But that's what I'm saying. And, and a lot of their assets and stuff were absorbed into different organizations. Like, I think there was the Holy Order of Christ and something else. Um, the Order of Christ. And then, uh, I mean, it's just, it's amazing the that... To me, it's it's like this. I don't think something that rich and powerful just goes away. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just abolish the order through the church, kill the ones in France, but you have all these ones in these other countries that are still going to have their financing with them, whatever they have with them, plus everything else, their, their connections their buildings or whatever, you know, everything. And it might go under a different name and they might go underground. But at the same time, how can you be so sure that they just, oh, we're not officially recognized by the Catholic Church we're going now. Away we're, now. Yeah, we're, we're going to buy. <laughs> we're going to go get burned at the stake. Yeah, it was a good run while it lasted, guys. Well, you know? th- th- this leads into something I wanted to bring up. When what we talked about in the last episode when um the king of france wanted to abolish them and that the pope wasn't necessarily for it but he kind of did kind of didn't it he transferred from what i understand some of the authorities of the knights templar to the knights hospital hospitaller hospitaller right so i read he kind of did that transferred it all over there and then um, one of the Freemasons, I, I, I mean, contemporary, so to speak. Um, I got it up right here. But he to try and show, to try and brag up Freemasonry and show the importance and, so on, and whatnot, mm-hmm. he said their lineage was from the Knights, what was it? Hospitler. Hospitler. Said it was from the Knights Hospitler, but then later changed it to the Knights of Templar. So, could he have been initially stating the truth? You know, the Pope actually did transfer all this over to this group because then he still made right with his deal with the king. Mm -hmm. But for his purposes, it didn't sound good, didn't sound right, so he just changed it to the Knights Templar. Well, now, the thing is with that, with Freemasonry... Freemasonry. There's there's a big kind of debate because you have the higher ups in the organization say that no, it's not true. We don't come from the Mason or come from the Templars. But then you have a lot of people that agree because they use a lot of uh, Knights Templar sim- symbology mm-hmm. in their in their stuff. But it's it's one of the things you you're probably never going to know just because anybody high enough that would know is Ain't not going to fucking you. tell you. <laughs> yeah and anybody that was back when it happened is fucking dead you know so yeah. I, I guess the, the the best thing you can do is i mean if you if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck it's probably a fucking duck you know what i mean yeah. so and you really i guess you'd have to look back at the origins of the freemasons which i haven't done so i couldn't give you an exact thing i mean and now if there's a direct correlation where all these other organizations fade away and this one emerges 
then there's a good chance that yes, okay, it's very highly possible that, that it happened. Some of the leaders from that gathered but all this. Now, if there's a three, four hundred year gap, right? You know, kind of like these, uh, like the Wiccans. These these new age Wiccans. They call themselves Wiccans and witches. Oh, the from freaking witches. Gu- what's bullshit. his name? Something Garter. Um, but that was like, you know, how many hundreds of hundreds of years separated, but supposedly he found a lineage connecting it. And it's like, that's pretty far fetched. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's hard to believe when you, when you had an organization that started hundreds of years later. Yeah. I mean, within a hundred. Okay. That makes sense. Historically. Because maybe it went underground and just sprung up as this. Okay. And that's I, when it was recorded. I see that. But now you start getting 200, 300 years in a gap on something like that. Then it's far-fetched. Right. Because now you're looking at generations of what? Yeah. You did yeah. nothing. Well, in a, in a hundred years, it's you're looking at four or five generations. Yeah. Which is feasible to do underground. I mean, you can look at the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, it's been around since the 1860s and it's still around granted it's not as big as it was but it and even though it's not as out there as it was it's still there they still get new people in it all the time you just don't really hear about it there's not a major break where they were shut down and then 300 years later they're yeah they stayed they were there the whole time it's like really (laughs) yeah i don't think you can be silent for that long no no if you're now Back then, theoretically, yes. Not if you were to have some sort of an impact. I mean, even with the Knights Templar, with just their banking and getting money and donations. I well, mean, if well, you're my... going to have any sort of power, like, mm-hmm. well, if you're going to make any sort of impact, you're going to have some sort of power. And if you're going to have some sort of power, it's going to be known. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But what I'm saying is if the organization goes entirely underground and they have cover operations doing their stuff, back then it was a lot easier to do than now. Right. So, I mean, there is the faint possibility, in my opinion, that they could have been underground for a couple hundred years. But even then, it seems kind of far-fetched to me, you know, because you're, you're talking... You're talking nine, ten generations. Well, and technically, point. they're still underground then because they're supposedly still extinct. Well, and see, transition not, into a new. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if if you're still underground, I don't believe it. What what I would believe is they came back as a different organization. Mm-hmm. So they, if if there's a, a within you know fifty to a hundred year span of the Masons popping up and from the temple from the last organization with known templars in it i could believe that but like i said i haven't done the research and i i guess i should have i didn't really actually think about this connection until now so i didn't really that's what i'm here for but well speaking of freemasonry this makes me think of something you brought up to me once um about the I mean, I, th- I think of Freemasons, I think of the Founding Fathers. Yes. I think of the Founding Fathers, I think about Columbus and discovery of the New World. And I think Napoleon was even a Mason, too. 
and then you connect all that, it makes me think of what you were talking to me about. Yes, which I was actually wanting to bring that up. There is a, a, a theory that the Knights Templar discovered the states before Columbus. Which, you have a rich and powerful organization, has access to all this knowledge and all this wealth. It is highly possible, in my opinion. Because, Leif Erikson discovered the United States in, like, what was it, like, eight 900 A.D.? So, three, four hundred years. And who is this guy? He was a Viking that sailed and found, uh, well, basically, like, Newfoundland and Canada. Okay. And found that, and there was a, supposedly, a colony called Vinland, which, that's a whole other topic we can talk about some other time, but just basic understanding of it. They, he went over there, found a colony, and there is actual proof that the Vikings settled in North America. But they do not give them credit with finding the Americas. Because there was never a permanent colony set up. The colony got ran out by the Indians. And they... So despite the fact that they landed on the new land and settled, to some extent, they don't get any credit for being the first arrivers from the East. Pretty much. They, they, or they pretty much give it all to Columbus. History also... books, people. Yes, <laughs> history books. But, uh... So you had this knowledge, and now, of course, the Christians went up and converted the pagans in Scandinavia, which is where Leif Erikson was from. And now he would have come back, and he would have had some sort of record of what he found, where he found it, of course, because you'd chart this down, especially if you have to make return trips. All right. So there is a high possibility that he had at, that the Templars had access to this knowledge. So you knew something was there. Now, whether you went that route or you just beelined it across the Atlantic, however you did it, it's a high, in my opinion, there's a, there is a possibility. Now, there is no evidence to prove it, as far as I know. There's, there are theories about it, though. But there, there's theories that the Egyptians made it to the States. Now, that's a whole other fucking topic, but they, uh, in my opinion, it is, it is probable. I don't know if it's because you think... The order was absolved, uh, was dissolved in 1312. Columbus found the Americas in 1492. Yeah, I could see that. Because that, that's not a huge difference. Yeah, it's 180 years. But, well, I mean, it is, but it isn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I'd agree. I could see that. I mean, you look through American history books, who's the main character? America. Yeah, America. And you're going to take it from that perspective. You got to go elsewhere to take it from an, from another perspective. And another thing that's funny with this. Okay. So, where was Christopher Columbus from? Portugal. Okay. And he yeah, got financed by the... I was about to say Spain. Well, he got financed by the king and queen of Spain <laughs> to do this trip. Okay, so that's why I was thinking Spain. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, guess where the biggest number of the Order of Christ was? Portugal. And that was one of the orders that a lot of Templars went to and actually got Templar assets and everything after the Knights Templar was dissolved. 
So, because the Knights Templar were major, majorly located in France, right? Yes. But they're being persecuted. So they, I could see them, yeah, going to Spain. Yeah, because there were strongholds in England, and Portugal was actually the other big one. And there was some, like, Malta was another one and other places like that. But Portugal was a big one for the Order of Christ, which is one of the organizations that got a lot of the Templar uh, properties and assets and everything. And a lot of Templar members joined the Order of Christ. So it's kind of weird to me that Christopher Columbus, a guy from Portugal, where this order was prominent. I said, did he have the connections to that information? Was well, was he there? was he part of it? Yeah, or was he a part of it? You know what I mean? Is that why he was so certain? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Was it really that brave? Because <laughs> yeah. he knew it was there. Yeah, did he... Were people already over there that took... Because that's where the my holy grail of... Conspiracy theory comes in. They say that maybe there's possibility they took the bloodline of Christ to the Americas. Hmm, that's interesting. It's a whole big, big thing with the Knights Templar. I mean, it, it goes. It, you can get as deep as you want in it. Hmm. Because they're so, they were so mysterious even when they were around. Because everything was done in secret. It was a secret. Or it was. And that was part of their fall. Was yes. people's suspicions of what was their initiation? Heresy, and like blasphemy, that. Me, all that stuff. Inappropriateness with two men. I mean, they appreciated them when they still had control of Jerusalem and whatnot, and they were protecting them on the pilgrimages. But as they were losing the Holy Land, but that's when. When that was gone, okay, well, now there are these mysterious people that are rich, have the banks, so to speak, and have all this land who are these guys they're no longer viewed as strictly protectors yeah they're leaders and controllers because well, they they lost the 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 main thing that supported the people was the being protection for pilgrims to the holy land and so you get rid of the holy land you don't need protection to go there because you ain't fucking going and according to the pope outside of traditional laws yes so they, they are these sort of outsiders not just outsiders that are mysterious, but outsiders that have power and control. Yeah, and, and the only the only person they had to answer to was the Pope. Yeah. So I mean that's a that's a big thing, especially in Europe at the time. If all you had to answer to was the Pope, you were above everybody. You're above kings, you're above everything. You literally just if something happened, you gotta go to the Pope and talk to them about it. And that's so that that's my thing. Like it, I think there's the knowledge was there to get to the states. So I think there is a probability that they didn't make it there. Because you think if Leif Erikson did it in like eight, nine hundred, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred A.D. Right, you could definitely do it then. Yeah, you could definitely do it in twelve, thirteen hundred. You know, you've had that much shipbuilding technology, and that. And that long. And if you already knew it was there, because mm -hmm. you were a part of that order, how many hundreds of years later, you're pretty confident, yeah, we're going to go here. I just need the funding. Yeah. Yeah, which, and you're going to play it as 
I got a feeling, you know, you're going to play it as you don't know. You're going to play it as I'm going to find a passage to the Indies that's going to be shorter than sailing around the Horn of Africa. All right. And you're going to go over there and you're already going to know there's gold. You're already going to know there's silver. You're already going to know there's all these foods and stuff just because people have been over there before. Yeah, so you're definitely going over there with an army, so to speak. Yeah, you go over there, and then well, Spain did that. They conquered they all the the Mayas, the Incas, Aztecs, all them. Hmm. So that's one way of looking at it. I'd say out of all of them, that's probably the most convincing. That makes consistent sense. Yeah, because um, I think so too, just because of the fact of you had the null. You I mean there's a possibility. Everything just kind of flows. You convert the Scandinavians to Christianity. You convert the Vikings, okay? The Vikings discovered the states at one point. They knew exactly where it was at. If it was written down, you have that knowledge. You know where it's at. Okay? Well, then this big, powerful Christian military order comes about. Oh, we got shit we want to hide, like the Holy Grail, Ark of the Covenant, if they had it. Where a better place to hide it than a land inhabited by nothing but natives that have no idea Europe exists. Have no yeah. way of getting message back to Europe other than through them. You literally control everything about the situation. Hmm. Yeah, it's curious. Very curious. I think it's a kind of a cool concept, really. Uh, this brings me to a question that I both have and do not have an answer to. What difference? Like, like I, I find I love conspiracies. I love getting into them. Some of them are way far-fetched. Some of them are very intriguing. But you have to ask, what difference does it make before you become obsessed with it? Like, okay, it's true. What difference does it make in your life? Okay, it's not true. What difference does it make? And to one extent, I want to say it makes no difference. But there seems to be something that just the knowledge of truth itself has some sort of value. If it makes no practical difference, is irrelevant. Just knowing the truth makes a difference. And and that's my thing with it is like, if these are true, any one of them, just one of them being true, changes history as we know it. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly. Like, I mean, it completely changes it. And that to me is the big thing because I'm a big history buff. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to know what potentially happened. I, you know, Oh, we're just going to say Columbus found America. Well, did he actually find it or were people over there and he just went over there and he was the guy that was supposed to find it. Right. You know, he was the political means. Yes. He was the fucking, he was the figurehead of it. He was the guy that's face was on the billboard politics, you know, exactly. Because whether or not politics really ain't changed since the fucking beginning of time. No, no, it's the same fucking shit. You lie to everybody and then you do what you plan on doing anyway. Yeah. So that's my thing with it. Like, if he really truly wasn't the first one over here, 
that set up shop, you know, we should know. Just because it answers some, I mean, it opens up a whole new realm of possibility. It's like them not, it's like we were talking about here a minute ago, why Leif Erikson doesn't have claim for finding the Americas. Right. Like, why is it just strictly a pride thing, a nationalism thing? I don't know. I just appreciate truth for truth. Or is it the fact where history is written by the victor? Right, and that would just be a nationalism thing. Like, you're going to make yourself look good. Because you could look at it in the aspect... Because honestly, with like with the Vikings discovering America, for a quick little history blurb on that, we actually didn't know about that. We heard towards... The Viking history was called sagas. Okay. What was it called? A saga. Okay. Okay, it was basically a story that told his... That was supposedly told historical feats of a person... So you had the saga of Leif Erikson, the saga of supposedly of Ragnar Lothbrok, if he actually existed. That's still up for debate. But regardless, you go to the the saga of Leif Erikson, and it said that he found a place called Vinland, which is a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was very fertile. You grow a lot of crops. You know, the weather wasn't too bad, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, Newfoundland. That's why they say Newfoundland, Newfoundland. There's a Newfoundland. Newfoundland. So, they didn't know the Vikings. They didn't have any solid proof until here, what was it, like the 60s or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But I believe it was the 1900s when they discovered it. They discovered a Viking village up there. No, they can't per se say it was Vinland, but they know for a fact the Vikings were there. And they can date it back to pre-Columbus, using carbon dating and stuff like that. So they know for a fact it was pre-Columbus. They knew for a fact they were there, but what it was, it wasn't a permanent, like it was meant to be permanent, but they didn't stay. But it was found. It was known about. Isn't that what matters? At least in the Viking culture, yes. I just feel like historically that's what matters. Somewhere from the East or the European countries, hey, they discovered this whole new land across the ocean. Isn't that what matters? Not whether you established a long-lasting colony? You would think. So why would that be in every single educational system in America that Oh, Columbus found it. That's a lie. It's a fucking lie. Maybe that's all they want you to know. And why? What are they trying to cover up and hide? The Knights Templar being here beforehand? It could be. Maybe what the Holy Grail really is. Maybe. The president. Maybe former President Trump is part of that bloodline. New conspiracy. <laughs> New conspiracy. Somebody start that up. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the well. You gotta think. You don't know how that shit fucking worked out. You don't. You just never will. Maybe you're a part of that bloodline. Who fucking knows? I haven't been not. initiated into that knowledge yet. Hey, you Probably know how that? You know how they say Jesus came from um, Nazareth. And they're like, oh, freaking Nazareth. Nothing good comes from Nazareth. 
Yeah. Dude, you live in Sunman. It could be the same thing. (laughs) 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 I'm just joking. I had to say it. Thanks. I can say a lot of things about where you're from, but I know I probably agree with most of it. I've already I've already said your last name once, so I'm not going to say what town you live in. (laughs) No, that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It really makes you think, because that's what what spurs me on with that stuff. Is you hear things like that, and you're like, man, I wonder. And I'll start digging through stuff, and I'll you look at both sides, and I'm like, and then you just get more confused. Really, like it's one of the things like, well, they could have, or they couldn't have. Like if you look at this technology at the time, they couldn't have. But if you look at even further back, and these people were made it there, and you did this and that, well, then this is possible. Yeah. And, and I kind of view this in three parts. Like, one, does it matter? Does it make a difference? Yes, no. Two, uh, it kind of does because you just want truth for the sake of truth itself, right? There's some sort of value and virtue and truth alone. Whether it makes a difference or not, at least you know. And three, you got to ask. Why are we being lied to? Why does that matter? And I think that's one of the bigger questions of why are we being lied to? See, now you got me thinking, okay? And it's dangerous when I start thinking because I just made a fucking connection here. I see the smoke. That you're going to love, okay? <laughs> what happened in the 1400s? I had like 1450s. The fucking the fall of Constantinople. Right. What yeah. does everybody agree that the fall of Constantinople caused the age of exploration. People started going around trying to find a new way to the Indies because the Silk Road just got cut off. The spice trade just got cut off. It was controlled by the Turks. Okay? Mm-hmm. Instead of being in Christian control. Cut all of Europe off from so it. So now you got to find new sources. So now you got to find how to get to India to get the spices. So you find the way around Cape Horn. Okay? You found that way. How did they think, how long is it going to be before they somebody sails this way to find it? So what if we give this guy Columbus, tell him like, hey, you're going to discover the new world. You're going to be the guy that does it. And you're going to land in this part of the United, of the area because we're here or vice versa, whatever. It's time for this to be known because now it is necessary. Yeah, because now it's only a matter of time before somebody finds it or rediscovers well, it. And you got to think how many other countries were trying to were about to discover it, but those that discovered it first fought them off, kept them from discovering it. How many battles and people died that we don't know about? Because other people were about to discover it, but those that discovered it first were fighting it off to keep it a secret because it was their, you know, Constantinople fell. Well, now it's time for it to be known so that we can start getting supplies here. It's no longer, we can no longer keep it a secret. Well, well, the thing is with Constantinople falling is that Europe wouldn't get supplied. Europe wouldn't get their spices and their tea and their this and their that. So... Yeah, that's what's your next step. I mean, it's only a matter of time for, like we said, somebody makes it that way. And this makes me think of the next conspiracy of what if the Earth is flat and there's an ice wall around this whole thing, but there's stuff around there. 
The earth ain't motherfucking <laughs> That is one I will fucking argue with you. And ladies and I'll gentlemen, he does not actually believe the earth is flat. He's I just don't. being a fucking dipshit. That's what I do. <laughs> so, we can go with that. Blame it on the wine. I'm drinking wine. The tempers today. made the earth flat, everybody. And they did it with hammers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ himself fucking pulled his cock out and smacked the earth and it became flat. I wasn't going to go there, but... Well, you're fucking talking Jesus. bullshit, so I might as well, too. Well, you know... You never know. <laughs> We're lied to so much. Anything is possible. Sure. David Icke could be right. There could be reptilian rulers. The Archons. That's a whole other podcast, dude. More to leading them on. Keep you curious. <laughs> little tease, little foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was a mouth action. <laughs> That's right. But, so, yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of the main ones I, I really know about. I don't know if you had any other more like obscure ones. They could also they also Ooh. say well, I I know one that's kind of obscure. They also say that they're connected to the Illuminati. But who the fuck ain't supposedly connected to the Illuminati? Right. You know, fucking everybody's connected to the Illuminati apparently. So Taylor Swift. Yeah. Still secretly kind of like her. For now. No, I never liked it. She wasn't even a fucking country singer when she was singing country music. I don't like to label and categorize. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that was interesting. I, I learned a lot. Made, made me think a little yeah. deeper into that. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. It, it gets piques my interest with it. Well, at the very, at the very, very least, thinking about these things... Forces you to dig deeper into actual history, as we're told. And it makes you start to question authority, think for yourself, think of new possibilities. And if you're smart enough to see when things are consistent, too far-fetched. And it's not necessarily a bad path to go on. Because it does start help you to start to think for yourself. And not just believe whatever you're told. So yeah. it is a healthy exercise at the bare, bare minimum. Well, and something I, I kind of want to add in here real quick, because I know me and you have talked about it before. What religion is most of Africa? In the past or now? Well, Muslim. I mean, I mean, used to be highly Orthodox, Christian. No, I'm saying Africa has in general. It's been mainly Islam, okay? No, re- yeah, 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 recently, yeah. What's one country that has never been, that really has always withstood Islam? Ethiopia? Exactly. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> so, that's one thing to look at, too. If you're thinking about all well, that. Well, supposedly, that particular church in Ethiopia, the Orthodox Church, has the Ark of the Covenant. But but that that's what I'm getting at though is that 
Ethiopia's been Christian since almost the very beginning. Right. Okay. I mean, Africa was Christian before Europe was Christian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that that's my thing with it is like, you know, they're they're Christian. The Knights Templar is going to know this. Yeah. So there's another way. You know, so uh, it's just something food, food for thought, really, is like, don't, you know, don't just think everything's all about Europe and the Americas. Like, you got to think Africa was there, too. Oh, yeah. There was Christ, Christian, Catholic, whatever you want to call them, states in Africa. Mm-hmm. And there, that's another way to get out. That's another way to get shit moving. That's another place they could have went. That's another door that opens. Yeah. I, I mean, I really do wish we knew. Oh, me too. Like, it doesn't make a difference in the sense that it doesn't change anything that's happening right now in a practical, physical way, but it makes a big difference for you personally. Maybe that's sort of the dichotomy there. It doesn't make any difference in the outside world, but it makes a big difference for you and your own personal growth and understanding and knowledge and growing that and like you're saying it makes you ask questions if they were lying about shit that happened that long ago that nobody's been alive for fucking 400 years five six seven hundred years to fucking talk about what the fuck are they lying to you about now yeah, and why why do they continue it yeah because maybe it's true knowledge is power okay keep you ignorant make you believe everything they want they have control over you but if you knew the truth mm-hmm. Well, well there is theories about maybe the people back then had ancient technologies that were lost through time. Ancient aliens, baby. It's not even just not, <laughs> not even that. There is there just is a big a big thing about how they say there are ancient technologies that people had that were lost through time. Yeah. Just because, like, especially when it came to the, the fall of the Roman Empire, we lost a lot. We were set back years. Alexandria, the library. Library in Alexandria was lost. And then, and, but that was still before zero. That was still before uh, even the ADs. That was in like 40 something BC. Well, and what, what's interesting is when you read, when you read some of the literature of say like the Christian Gnostics and you read some of the literature of these mystery schools in Egypt and even in India and some of certain literature in South America and that it you read those esoteric texts they're strikingly similar mm-hmm. strikingly similar and then you look at what they call the meridian grid were these energetic lines that they map up across the globe and where they all converge on these points in the map, well, there happens to be pyramids there. And they're all built around the same time in Egypt. Or Stonehenge. Africa, Stonehenge is on the meridian lines. Uh, New York is on a meridian line. Washington's on a... uh, D.C. is on a meridian line. And then you got all these other... Um, uh, pyramids in South America on these grids. Well, and it's that, like, what are the odds of and, that? And, that, and that's no one connection? thing I wanted to say was that, you know, this could be a whole podcast in of itself, so we won't go too deep into it. But 
the uh, the pyramids and temples and shit in South America were being built at the same time as the ones in Egypt. Yeah, and what are the odds of that? Yeah, and it was completely across the fucking world. They had no idea about each other, and they were building the same fucking thing. And you gotta think it's and, not... And the mystery about how they're built is the fucking same. They don't know how the fucking rocks were fit so tight, how everything was so square, how everything was so aligned. Right. And it's not just a symbolic thing. Like, it wasn't, oh, the pyramid was a symbolic to their culture. It's like, no, they're completely different cultures with completely different symbology, but yet these structures meant something to them. Yeah. And, and they the, had a purpose. And the other thing, like, if you look at ancient Egypt... The pyramids were built before the ancient Egypts we know were there. Right. They were they were already fucking built before the ancient Egyptians that actually started recording shit were there. Fascinates me. Exactly. Yeah, that's my thing. It's fucking nuts. Is our whole world history a complete lie? Possible. Makes me want to read the Urantia book. But I say before we get too involved in these other conspiracies. Right, exactly. Because that can be a whole nother thing. Because there's a whole fucking thing you can dive in there. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Thanks for tuning in. Y'all take care. Do a little bit of research of your own. See what you think. See what you find out. If you do, you can get a hold of us on Facebook, Twitter. We might start us a YouTube page here soon. It might not have video right away, but we will uh, post podcasts on that. Yeah, fo- follow us on Twitter, Facebook, leave comments, even just a thumbs up, a like. Hey, good podcast. Uh, it makes a bigger difference than you know. It don't, does. And don't, if, don't be ashamed of us. And if we get enough followers, we'll start doing polls. Yeah. That way we can kind of, because right now we don't have enough that are consistent that we can put some polls out there. But if we start getting more consistent, you guys get more consistent with following, we'll start putting polls out on Twitter and on Spotify and stuff like that, or Apple, whatever, and uh, see what you guys think about certain things, what episodes we should do, anything you guys would want to talk about. Yeah, and, you know, like most of our episodes, hopefully this uh, helped stir your mind a bit, get you to think on your own, do your own research, challenge us, because we're all about being corrected and you know just sake of the truth and food for thought and 100 percent, just thinking thinking on your own if we're wrong we're more than happy to admit it yep so i hope you enjoyed part two and the uh, final part of the our final yep, part two and the last which if we keep doing these conspiracy podcasts you'll probably hear the templars show up a couple more times but yeah. That's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah. look, look forward to Archons. Archons. <laughs> the fucking lizard people. <laughs> All right, y'all take care. See ya.